No one steals my flirting cat. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Under the Cowl of MS. I haven't figured out today we're going to talk a little bit about Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel, Falling Star, Trade Paperback. Looks like it's volume two. Captain Marvel enlists in the War of the Realms. Dark elf king Malekith and his allies have conquered Earth, and they've divided the spoils accordingly, with the Enchantress raising an army of the dead and staking a claim on South America. But Earth isn't going down without a fight. Captain Marvel leads Black Widow and Doctor Strange into the land of the dead for a melee of myth and magic that Carol Danvers will never forget. Then, when her Cree heritage is exposed to the world in dramatic fashion, Carol goes from beloved hero to public enemy number one. And as a new hero named Star steps into the limelight, Carol can't help but wonder does the world even need Captain Marvel? One of the guys in our comic group, Anthony, for some reason, hates Captain Marvel, but I don't understand why, because this is actually very fun. It's, it is becoming more and more interesting the more I read about her. I like the movie and everything. But uh, in this one, she is fighting against the Enchantress. There's lots of dead dead walking among the living that the enchantress controls and during her early fight with the enchantress she gets a flash forward of basically how doctors well a flash flash forward of her and black widow standing alongside doctor strange after they what looks like they defeated Enchantress. So Black Widow comes into the picture and Carol is like, I gotta find Doctor Strange. So they go after uh, on a search for him while they also run into Tony Stark and so many other Avengers and yeah. Once done, Doctor Strange, they, during a event that the Enchantress does, somehow, Captain Marvel, Carol, her and her, and Doctor Strange swap bodies. And... As soon as they swap bodies, she's like, oh, my God, the pain in your hand. It's like, I can't believe how much pain is in your hand, which, if you know anything about Doctor Strange, he was a surgeon. His hand got destroyed in an accident and basically wasn't able to be a surgeon anymore. That's how he became the Sorcerer Supreme. And while well, he was hunting for methods to expand. 
And he basically tells her that after dealing with the pain for so long, your your body eventually learns how to accept it. And after many years, uh, and Carol, she's half Cree and half human, and once a bunch of people from Earth find out. The star gets that put out into the atmosphere and tries to get her humiliated and hated by everyone. And once that gets out there, of course, everybody's defensive against her. And all of a sudden, they don't like her because she's not what they are. She's something else. She's an alien. So they all turn on her and stuff like, well, not everybody, but the majority of them turn on her. Uh, only day I was kind of bummed out about this one as a it's a good book all the way through don't get me wrong this is another one I picked up at for three bucks at that little sale place and uh it was a pretty good deal because it's a newer book it's like an 18 dollar trade paperback so. but uh you didn't get to see well <laughs> I don't know if his name in here, I think, might have been Chewy still, but uh, her cat's name was Chewy in the early days, and now I guess they changed it to Goose in the newer versions of uh, of Captain Marvel. And it's basically that the... Uh, The original Chewie was that named after Chew- Chewbacca, so I don't know if this new version, the new name using Goose, is apparently a reference to the character Anthony Edwards. I don't know how this all works out. I don't know why they had to change the names and stuff, and they couldn't just keep it the original storyline, but. With today's culture and stuff, they change everything, which personally just makes things more confusing instead of just coming up with new new ideas. But I know I complain about that a lot, but it is annoying. I mean, really. I mean, (laughs) come up with some new ideas, people. Change characters' names and change them around and confuse people that have been reading the series for a while but that's what they do and then if you complain about it enough they'll just say it's an alternate dimension or something like that but yeah I was kind of bummed that we didn't get to see more of Chewie in here Uh, as if you know from the movies or the stories or anything Chewie's a flirting so basically an alien himself but yeah, but since we didn't get a lot of Chewy in here, Goose, whatever you want to call him, a new comic that just came out in the last week or two is Inkblot Number One by Emma Kubert and Rusty Glad, Image Comics, 
It's basically about a gal that's kind of a historian, a librarian, historian type character, and she's writing down everything, writing books about everything that's been happening and going on in society in those days. And it's more the mythological time period. Wizards, dragons, all that stuff, giants. And, and as she's doing some stuff, all of a sudden this black dimensional cat appears. And she's trying to figure out what it is. And the cat, cat meows. And all of a sudden this doorway opens this land. That she recognizes that apparently like her... one of her siblings are from or something they go through the portal into that place and time or dimension you can't really call it a dimension because she obviously knows of the place so it must be just taking her to a certain place in time and they're walking her she's chasing after the cat and they run across a couple giants and then the giants start chasing them and they're running back and another portal opens and she realizes the cat can open the portals this is it she wants so it doesn't go that deep into it so but it is if you are into the mythological type stuff you would probably enjoy this uh I'm not sure if I'm going to keep going with it. I, I'll definitely buy it down the road if I find find the copies at a sale or whatever. But I'm not huge on the mythological stuff like I used to be. I was more into that in my younger years, and now I just, for some reason, don't care for it that much. But uh, it is a good story. It's definitely got my interest peaked. And I can get back to you down the road. Alright. And as far as bringing up well I should get if you want to know what a flurkin is. The flurkin are alien creatures resembling cats. Captain Marvel's pet cat Chewy or Goose was a flurkin, but she was unaware of that fact. Came to learn this years after having Chewie in a space adventure during which Chewie laid eggs. Which I haven't come across that one yet, so it is definitely something I'm curious about. But uh, flurkin are alien creatures resembling cats. Uh... But, uh, we don't, I mean, in the Captain Marvel movie, all of a sudden all these tentacles come out of the cat's mouth and grabs a bunch of characters and devours them and stuff like that. Uh,
And Chewie's owner takes care of the cat even after it's revealed that Chewie is indeed an alien. They support each other through hardships and all out battles on Earth and across the galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy member Rocker Raccoon initially attacks Chewie on account of its flirt and heritage. I know a lot of the other people don't like being around Flurkins and stuff like that. They freak out different characters and stuff. They can benefit when they're around the cat. But yeah, don't need to talk much about him since he isn't in the book, except for a couple, a little period where she stops home and the cat's there. Uh, as far as multiple sclerosis stuff goes today, it kind of the story had a lot of things that kind of related. Not the ink blot story, but the Captain Marvel trade paperback had a lot of stuff that kind of like resembles us. Things that we can go through, like with Doctor Strange and Carol swapping bodies and. He notices how painful his hand is, and it's like, how can you live with this? It's like, just gain to learn to accept it. It's like, multiple sclerosis is one thing that's very well known for it is like numbness, burning, tingling, stabbing, and stuff like that. Numbness, do you remember a time when? You were sitting on the floor with your legs crossed and your foot fell asleep. Now imagine living with that feeling every minute of the day. Only it's not just in your legs. Many of us have that <clears throat> feeling in our arms, legs, face, body. I know I'm going on well over 25 years of my arms. Both of them have been sleep from the forearms to the fingertips and nowadays almost any time I'm using a mouse or doing something with my hands it doesn't take more than a few minutes and they start to go super tingly numb which is even worse now because I got used to the old numbness and I gotta get used to this happening continuously and I just about anything I try and do if I'm using a wrench or Mouse controller, if I'm writing and trying to do anything, it doesn't take long nowadays. Just a few minutes, and it's just that super stinging, tingling numbness that's just so painful. You can't, you gotta drop what you're doing. Uh, and I'm also been asleep same amount of time. It all happened at the same time, equally from my stomach, well, my lower rib cage to my toes. That was highly interesting in the beginning because now I am more used to it and I can, I know certain feelings and certain stuff so I can control things a little bit better. But in the early days, I'm walking, sitting, moving around, bowel movements, going to the bathroom and stuff. You don't just. Feel those sections of your body like you normally could. You don't know when you're doing stuff, when you're done doing stuff, or whatever. Or if you're walking, you can't tell if you're 
uncertain things and you got that numbness so you feel like there's a gap between your feet and the floor it's just very strange feeling but after i'd say it took almost two years to kind of adapt to it you'll never get used to it you'll always have it you'll always feel it you'll get frustrated with it if you have it and who knows maybe there's ways to get rid of it maybe things do go away i don't know i've had like i said for the amount of time i've had it i don't know if there is anything to do anything about it but uh, numbness and tingling are two of the most common symptoms of multiple sclerosis in fact they were likely some of your first symptoms and may have been what led your led to your diagnosis all numbness and tingling can be frightening. They're usually not as disabling as motor symptoms. Numbness is loss, diminished, or altered sensations. You may notice that you have less feeling when touching something, which that's part part for me because, like, writing, drawing, all that stuff, it's like you just can't get used to it. It's just a whole different sensation when your mind's used to feeling what you're doing you're kind of like because of the numbness sometimes doing stuff outside the area that you're trying to do that range but you may notice that you have less feeling when touching something with your hand or notice the sensation in one leg is different than the other you may feel a sensation of your limb being asleep with a pins and needles sensation numbness of the face body or extremities Arms and legs is one of the most common symptoms of MS. It may be your first symptom of MS. Uh, the face numbness, I've only had bouts of it for short periods, thankfully. That's something that's not become permanent. Uh, altered sensations. Parathesis, such as numbness or tingling, are some of the most common symptoms of MS. Parathesis may affect the arms, legs, body, face, and result in damage to nerves that transmit sensations from body surfaces to the brain. Numbness or tingling may be the first symptom. Most instant numbness is simply an annoyance. However, in some cases, it can be severe and debilitating. Uh, Don't think there's anything really we can do. I know there are different types of medications you can try. Uh, there's so many different pills and stuff out there we can play around with, but nothing that's too nothing that I've heard of that really does anything for it. I've tried different creams and ointments and stuff like that. These ointments, I tried pain ointments. I did fine this week. I've been dealing with a ton of pain from doing the yard work. I got it done. Got the final, the mowing done finally yesterday. Trimming's all done. Well, the weed whacking. Still got tons of things I can trim off the trees, but I'll do that as I need firewood. But, uh, Last night, I 
my back went out. So it's like today I'm dealing with that. Had the wife pick up a can of uh, some type of freezing spray from the pharmacy. It's nice. Gives you that icy hot feeling on your area that you spray it. It lasts eh, about an hour. I also have a foot pain cream that I tried. It actually relieves some of the pain for a couple hours at a time. But I have no idea what all these things are doing. It's like I was using that one thing for knee pain that ointment that my it was prescribed to me from a doctor and then i find out later that people that were used that ointment regularly ended up having like kidney failure and stuff so it's like well gee thanks for telling me so i used up that and just got rid of it and actually got about two applications left in the bottle but I already used about four bottles of it, so I'm sure if it does do any damage through our skin, that it's already done some damage to me. I don't know if I mentioned, but my colonoscopy was—they said that they wouldn't have no appointments till around January. Well, I got a call this week, and they got me going in on the 29th, so about a week and a half from now. For a 6 a.m. camera up the butt appointment, so that's gonna suck. I gotta find a ride there, ride back. It's got uh, they put you to sleep and stuff for that. So. And then I also gotta go in two days prior to it. I gotta go up to one of the hospital places and do a drive-through COVID test. Got to make sure you don't have COVID before you go. So that'll be my first COVID test of the year. I figured I'd have to do one pretty soon. Uh, another thing with Cat tomorrow is the whole half Cree, half human thing. It's like we're we're half normal, half disease with MS. People look down at us when they find out. <laughs> that we do have it. They criticize us, treat us like crap. Constant comments. And it's like, and we're just fighting to try and look normal. So we don't show our disability to people because we don't want to hear their opinions because their opinions are pretty much 90% crap to start with. And they know nothing about what's going on, but they want to play doctor and tell us what we should do with our lives and all that stuff and how we look and how we could be better if we did this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, they just don't realize basically life is shit. You have shit. You buy shit. You need shit. You hoard shit, you give shit, you sell shit, you build shit, you destroy shit, you love shit, you hate shit, you burn shit, you bury shit, you kill shit, and go on and on. Then you die and you have no shit. 
everybody takes your shit and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's the story of life. It's like, you're born and the only thing you're guaranteed is death. So up until then, you might get lucky and have a smooth sailing lifestyle and not have to worry about hardly anything. Or you're going to suffer a lot and go through a bunch of crap and who knows what. Yeah, I'll still say some of my happiest days were the days I lived in my van, lived in the streets. It's like a lot less to worry about, lots less headaches. But still, even then, you had people treating you like crap. It's like this whole world's built around a society of a bunch of jackasses that think they're all better than everybody else and it's their own world and you don't belong in it. They're going to tell you how they feel, whether you like it or not. So, yeah. But, but, yeah. Got this one out for you today. Uh, I'm going to probably do a second one this afternoon. They'll probably come out sometime this weekend. If not Monday. But we will see what happens. I got a few things planned here. so But I also got a lot of rearranging and organizing to get. I'm trying to get this area set up. So I got a nice recording studio. And I can maybe get back to some of my artwork and stuff. And I'm looking forward to doing some art this winter. No matter how sad it looks, I can't pull a line to save my butt. Can't color within a line anymore. (laughs) Arms jerking all over the place, going numb. We'll just have to see. That's my plan. And hopefully we'll have tons of good podcasts for you coming up this winter. Until then. Have a good day. Be good to everybody. And suck up the pain and put a smile on your face.